Welcome everyone. This is the Joy Business Report. Coming up in our headlines, government under pressure to explore new options to improve Ghana's revenue position after abolishing VAT on domestic electricity consumption. Also in this bulletin, Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia promises an overhaul of Ghana's tax system if elected as he indicates plans to abolish controversial e-levy. Plus, Ghana's total earnings from crude exports and production for last year drops by more than $400 million. We've got details of these and many others lined up for you. Please stay. Always a joy to have you on. I am Pius Kojubaka and look now at our stories. Government will now have to explore new avenues to help improve the country's revenue position. This was after the finance ministry in a statement directed the various power distribution companies to suspend the implementation of the VAT on domestic electricity consumption. Well, this is part of several tax measures that government has proposed to the IMF to help improve the country's revenue situation under its program. But following this move, government may now have to look at other measures to help improve Ghana's tax to GDP ratio. The VAT on electricity consumption was supposed to have brought some 500 million Ghana cities. A while longer on taxes and Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia is promising to overhaul the country's tax system to deal with concerns of putting pressure on the limited taxpayers. The Vice President has also indicated that he plans to abolish some taxes introduced by the current administration, including the controversial e-levy. Dr. Mahmoud Baumia disclosed this when he outlined his vision if elected as president in the December general elections. To increase government tax revenue, we have to reform and refocus the Ghana Revenue Authority towards broadening the tax base. The new policies that I am proposing to implement in 2025 will give us the fiscal space to eliminate uh, tax, some taxes such as the proposed VAT on electricity if they are still on the books, the emissions tax and the betting tax without compromising our fiscal deficit. I want to build a Ghana where we leverage technology, data and system for inclusive economic growth. I Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia there. Now, Ghana's earnings from crude exports and production posted some significant decline for last year. This was after reviewing the country's petroleum funds report over the last two years. Joe Yafe has the rest of the story. The Ghana Petroleum Funds report showed that for 2023, Ghana got more than $1 billion from the exports of crude taxes paid by the oil exploration firms in the form of surface rental and corporate taxes to the state. However, in 2022, total receipts stood at more than $1.4 billion. Earnings from total oil liftings from Ghana's oil space was also more than $1 billion in 2022, compared to about $700 million for last year. Further analysis of the numbers showed that government taxes from the activities in the oil space stood are $388 million in 2022, compared to $314 million in 2023. The report also revealed that all the various tax lines from revenue dropped for last year compared to that of 2022. The report also showed that all the various tax lines of revenue dropped for last year compared to 2022, which posted some significant increase. It is not clear for now whether the drop in production in Ghana here 
was a major factor for this development or declining prices of crude on the international market was the contributing factor. Georgia Fay with us report. Now, as part of measures to improve adoption of cleaner energy for households, the lecturer of applied economics at the University of Environment and Sustainable Development um, in Somania of the Eastern Region, Kwame Ejay Mante, is calling for more education for Ghanaians on the use of cleaner energy. He said the transition to cleaner cooking energy is key to economic growth. He spoke to Joy Business at a research and policy engagement forum. What we are asking is because we find that if people are environmentally aware, they make the right decisions. If people are socialized into accepting clean energy, they take those decisions when they are adults. We are asking that these issues should go into the curriculum. Okay, how we teach the children of today, we should teach them these issues about climate change, about sustainability. And to be fair, Naka is in this um, forum. They say some of these issues are there, but they admit that more needs to be done. Kwame Ejimante is a lecturer of applied economics at the University of Environment Sustainable Development in Somania of uh, in Somania of the Eastern Region, I should say. Now, away from that, the managing director of Labadi Beach Hotel, David Edwafoli, has stated that the country has hotel facilities that can host international conferences and events to help Ghana rake in more foreign earnings. He added that Ghana provides the best destination for conferences across the West African region with exciting tourism sites. Speaking to Joy Business after Labadi Beach Hotel won five awards at the Seed Ghana Hotels Association 2024, Mr. Edwafoli said Putin Customer first help the um, hotel to win the prestigious five star hotel of the year award. We won five awards on the night. Best conference and banqueting team was one of that, and it's one award that proves and gives testament to what we do here. I would say that in this country, Labadi Beach Hotel provides the biggest conference in this country in terms of the quantum, the number of conferences that we do, the number of banquets. Events in general, the Bari Beach Hotel provides the biggest events in general. We cater for the biggest numbers in this country. I will cite an example, for instance, last year we catered for the biggest conference ever held in this country. We talk about Afriism, which was in June. We did a catering. Um, it was the biggest this country had ever witnessed. Managing Director of Labadi Beach Hotel, David Edwafo there. Away from that, government as part of the Ghana Cares Program has kick-started the 2024 Skill Lab DG Smart Initiative for Public Sector Workers. Under the theme, Fast Track Digitalization for Service Delivery, the move is to build the digital capacity of the country's workforce. Supported by the Tony Blair Institute for Global Change, the program is being implemented in other African countries with $1.5 billion funding. Speaking to journalists after the launch of the event, head of the civil service, Dr. Evans Agri-Dakon, indicated that more than 800 civil servants have already benefited from the program. This is not just, you know, this is not the first time. We started with 170 or so last year, and this is a, a scale-up, and that is more than 800 of our people who are going to be trained. The idea is that, the idea and my own, what I have, and because I'm being futuristic, will be that a critical mass of our workforce will be digitally sound, and so that they, they can change the course of service delivery in this country. Head of Civil Service, Dr. Evans Agri-Darkon. You're still listening to the Joy Business Report. 
Now, the school farm competition will help schools feed their students without having to rely solely on government. That's according to Executive Director of Cosmos Innovation Center, Benjamin Jankesi. Speaking at a signing ceremony uh, between Blue Skies Foundation, he indicated that a competition which seeks to build interest of young people in agriculture, among other things, hopes to make schools self-reliant in feeding themselves. Contributing to feeding themselves is what we've, uh, maybe within the first couple of years, we're going to aim at. But what we have been inspired lately by other programs being run elsewhere is that some schools have used the revenues that they've made to pay for exams fee for students. Imagine if these schools have more money and revenues from their produce than they got to pay for exams fees and they're able to provide even scholarships for students. Imagine that they are able to use that to renovate broken classroom blocks or furniture or build infirmary, buy first aid, buy computers to really resource their IT centers. Those are the things that we're looking at deepening and also expanding to a broader community. Benjamin Jankese is the executive director of Cosmos Innovation Center. Now, on today's edition of Investor Eye, we tell you how some people can use pyramid schemes to deceive investors and take their monies. Investor Eye is designed to educate and create awareness on various scams associated with fake investment schemes to protect the public. Imado Mensah Pia is the director in charge of risk management department at the Securities and Exchange Commission, and he speaks on the form of a pyramid scheme that could be used to scam unsuspecting investors. With the pyramid, we ask the investors themselves to go out and scout for more people to come into the investment. So you bring five people, I bring five people. If 20 of us bring five people, we have 100 new people in their system to, to scout. Investor Eye comes your way every Tuesday and Thursday in the morning on the Joy Business Report. And let's now go to the commodities market. Price of crude oil increased to $79 a barrel. Gold lost almost $4 to open trading at $2,031 an ounce. Cocoa increased by $134 and selling at $5,241 a ton. Uh, meanwhile, on the currency market, the city is going for 12 cities, 48 pesos to the US dollar in the retail market. It is selling at 15 cities, 65 pesos against a pound. It is, however, trading at 13 cities, 35 pesos to the euro. That's it for the Joy Business Report. Winston. Thank you very much, uh, Pius. Uh, do have a lovely, lovely day. Likewise, um, likewise. I'm sure later in the day, 